is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Clint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. It's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers Mike Bendis joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? Well, that's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weight. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, I guess, here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker, deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show, presented by Helena Accommodations. The in-town five-star extended stay residences. Visit HelenaAccommodations.com. Broadcasting from the Major Mortgage Man Cave, here's Jason Walker. Yo, happy Wednesday, the Jason Walker Show, rolling on inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave. We're not canceled, we allow our fans everywhere, and we wash our hands. Oh man, lots of stuff going on today, just within the last hour and a half or so, some breaking news we're going to talk about right here at the top of the show. We've got some big guests. Uh, Andrew Rowland from MSU Northern scheduled to join us today. We're going to move him because of all the breaking news that is happening. So uh, Coach Rowland will join us uh, later this week, um, the MSU Northern head football coach. I'm telling you, if you're watching on Facebook, we appreciate it. If you're watching on YouTube, we appreciate it. Listening on Podbean, Network One Sports. And uh, they're uh, normally Treasure State Radio. There's a little bit of an issue uh, with uh, their connection right now, so hopefully we'll get on with them here in a little bit. Um, but, yeah, let's just get right to it, shall we? Uh, the NCAA coming out and saying that uh, um, basically they're going to play March Madness, both the men's and the women's NCAA tournaments, which start next week, will be played with no fans, Limited family and, a, and essential personnel only. This is big news. This is huge news. And because of coronavirus. So this is the statement from NCAA President Mark Emmert. The uh, quote, the NCAA continues to assess the impact of COVID-19 in consultation with public health officials in our COVID-19 Advisory panel, based on their advice and my discussions with the NCAA Board of Governors, I have made the decision to conduct our upcoming championship events, including the Division I men's and women's basketball tournaments, with only essential staff and limited family attendance. He continues, while I understand how disappointing this is for fans of uh, all of our sports, my decision is based on the current understanding of how COVID-19 is progressing in the United States. This decision is in the best interest of public health, including that of coaches, administrators, fans, and most importantly, our student-athletes. We recognize the opportunity to compete in an NCAA national championship is an experience of a lifetime for the students and their families. Today, we will move forward and conduct championships consistent with the current information and will continue to monitor and make adjustments as needed. End quote. That is Mark Emmert, NCAA president, on the decision to, to basically have March Madness in front of nobody except the TV. So what does this mean for everybody? 
Um, it means a lot, honestly. Um, this is, we just got this. Providence, we'll talk about this in a second. This just came out. Um, Providence was having a, a selection show that was going to be all public uh, for the NAI, and now they're going to have, have it privately. They're not having a public selection show. This is blowing up. Uh, just got this. Travis, thank you on Facebook. Same situation for the NCAA Wrestling Championships in Minneapolis next week. No fans. Limited essential personnel and limited family. This is nuts, okay? Wash your hands is the most important thing we can take out of this. I mean, let's, I mean, let's be honest. Okay, but here's the deal. Carroll College softball was canceled. Carroll College wouldn't let the softball team fly out to Northwest University. They were supposed to fly out from uh, Bozeman to go play four games with Northwest University, Cascade Conference, near Seattle, and Carroll College said no. Big outbreak in Seattle. I, I, you know, and Governor, uh, what is his name, Isley, Inslee, he said that uh, athletic events are going to be 250 people or less. You could probably play softball then. I don't think you get that many people at a Northwest University softball game. But aside from all that, um, we're going to talk about this all hour because we've got Danny Sprinkle, Montana State head men's basketball coach. They're preparing for a game tomorrow at Boise. We're going to chat with Katie Garson Forba, who's preparing for a state tournament starting tomorrow in Bozeman. Also, Cassidy Shea O'Neill, who is a former Miss Livingston Roundup and Miss Big Sky Pro Rodeo Roundup. She's in Rodeo Houston, where they canceled the entire rodeo after a week and a half of a three-week event. She will join us from Houston because it affects more than just fans. And I want you to get the perspective from the rodeo aspect of everything that's going on at Rodeo Houston with that cancellation. So we've got her coming up. Danny Sprinkle will join us in just a couple of moments to get his thoughts. I did speak to Brad Seigen, director of athletics or director of uh, communication at the NAIA office down in Kansas City, and he told me, quote, the NAIA is looking at the NCAA statement and will be evaluating what is best moving forward, end quote. So as of right now, the NAIA tournaments in Billings and Kansas City, which start next Wednesday, Tuesday technically with the banquets and everything, those are going on as planned. Fans will be allowed right now in Billings and Kansas City. That could all change by the end of the hour, honestly. It could change tomorrow. It could change whenever, but it could definitely change. Um, it's crazy when you think about everything that's happening. And my question is, and it was yesterday too, are we overreacting? It's hard to say. But you've got high school tournaments in Ohio, state tournaments, canceled. We asked Guy Omquist yesterday here on the Jason Walker Show, the head coach of the Capital Boys. Was he concerned about the cancellation of the state tournaments here in Montana? And he said, had it not been this week and maybe next week, that was a distinct possibility. The fact that the NCAA tournaments will be played without fans is weird. But there was a statement that came from, I saw it on Twitter, from a Power 5 member conference that said the NCAA tournament getting canceled altogether is actually a real possibility here. Some conference tournaments, like Big Sky down in Boise, 
are going off as is. Fans are there, fans are allowed, and it's not a big deal. They're keeping an eye on it, obviously. Some conference tournaments, no fans are allowed. They're playing right now conference tournaments across the nation, both college and high school, with no fans. Now, all the state tournaments in Montana starting, well, today, the Class C boys started in Missoula. Fans are allowed as of right now. That could change literally tonight based off all what's happening right now. I want to get the thoughts of Danny Sprinkle. We'll bring him on right now as he joins us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. And, you know, they're down in Boise. The Bobcats are preparing for a game tomorrow. And Coach Sprinkle joins us now here on the Jason Walker Show. All right, Coach, uh, we'll talk about uh, Montana State here in a minute, but what's your reaction with the news that came out today that the NCAA men's and women's tournaments will now be played the next three weeks in front of no fans? Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's shocking, it's sad, but, I mean, I can see why they're doing it. Um, you know, just with the with the health of all the student-athletes and the people that come to games, you know, you have to, you have to be ultra-careful, and it sounds like the more that, the more information that comes out about, you know, the coronavirus, you know, the scarier it is. And, uh, you know, I just feel bad. I guess when I say sad, I feel bad for, you know, all the students, you know, all the players, Mm -hmm. you know, and their families that are, you know, some of the seniors are, you know, guys at our level. Sometimes it's the only chance you get to play in it. You know, you only get one time and, you know, to play in front of no fans, it'd be kind of disappointing. Um, I know that the, the Big Sky tournament was – the Big Sky office was keeping an eye on this week's tournament. Obviously, it's going on as planned. You have fans in the stands. Um, what was your reaction last week when the Big Sky said, hey, we're going to keep an eye on this? Was there any talk of hosting your tournament without fans? I don't know. I didn't hear anything like that. Um, so I'm, not even, I'm not even sure. Oh, okay. Uh, Danny yeah. Sprinkle, our guest here, Jason Walker Show. Um this is crazy, and it's just that now it's it's getting to the point where, you know, like you said, you only get one chance to, you know, as a mid-major especially, one chance possibly to pay, play in this thing. And uh, as a yeah. senior, you know, you you got some great seniors on your team, especially a, a guy like Harold that, you know, may not get an opportunity now to play on the big stage in front of all the fans. First, got to take care of business down there in Boise, which we'll talk about in a second. But um you played in that well, tournament. Hopefully, 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 we do have that problem. Well, that's, <laughs> so, yeah, no. I'll tell you what. I wouldn't mind playing in front of no fans. It don't matter to me as long as we get there. That's exactly. But, that's exactly right. You got that chance to play in that environment. You have played in big crowds. You've played in front of little crowds. How big of a difference does playing in front of a big crowd make? It, it's huge because, especially as an underdog, I remember the first half when we played Syracuse. We were only down two, mm-hmm. and. The place was going bonkers. Every time we scored, they were going crazy because everybody wants to see the underdog. Right. And, uh, you know, obviously the second half is a little different story. But <laughs> it was a uh, – I mean, it was awesome. You know, we played down in the pit in Albuquerque. And, I mean, that arena is just – it's awesome because yeah. everybody's right on top of you. But, you know, there's, there's nothing like – I mean, the fans make it. You know, I mean, they make the environment, the energy, all that. So, I mean, it, you know, it, it'll be disappointing for those for – the, for the kids that make it. All right, let's uh, flip the tension real quick. Danny Sprinkle, Montana State head coach, joining us, Jason Walker Show. You got a game tomorrow. You earned that that uh, that five seed. You earned a, a a bye into the conference tournament. How important was that bye? It, it, it's huge because you know I think if you look back at you know the history of all the you know conference tournaments, if 
you know, how many teams win four games in a row? Right. You know, I think Syracuse or UConn, one of those two games played the other did it, but, you know, I'm sure there might be one other one, but it's, it's, it's just so hard. It's so taxing on your players to play four straight nights. And so, you know, hopefully it gives us an advantage. You know, in our case, you know, we already knew who we were playing, Portland State, but so did they. And so, you know, it is beneficial because you can kind of prepare all week for them, but, you know, it's a, it's a 50-50 deal. You just saw Portland State not too long ago. How much do you take away from that game into tomorrow's game? You know, the one thing Portland State doesn't do is they don't change up very much. You know, they're, they're, they play a chaotic style. Uh, they run, they press, they trap. You know, they, they make it really hard to just run set plays. Uh, and they're the second-best offensive rebounding team in the country. Mm-hmm. And so they use their length and their athleticism. You know, they're, they're difficult to prepare for. And, you know, you, you have to make plays. You know, they, they try to make you play fast. you got to be able to finish on the rim, finish at the rim and, you know, and in transition. And then, you know, somehow you got to keep them off the, you got to keep them off the board. You know, you can't let them get second chance points. Well, good luck tomorrow, coach. Congratulations on your MSU uh, Hall of Fame induction for next year. But we'll talk about I appreciate that. It. We'll talk about that down the road. But uh, good luck tomorrow. And do me a favor when you come back with that championship trophy, uh, make sure your hands are washed, will you? Hey, no doubt. <laughs> you got it, man. Appreciate you. That is uh, Danny Sprinkle. He joined us, the head coach of Montana State, on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline uh, just earlier before we came on the show. We uh, got him recorded uh, down in Boise. He's watching a game down there. Um, man, so the NCAA says that they're they're going to hold March Madness men's and women's tournament and um, wrestling next week, this, the National Wrestling Championships in Minneapolis, in front of essential personnel only with Limited family interaction there. Limited families in, in attendance. I have a question about this. A, are we overreacting to coronavirus? And B, think about this. What about the workers in these arenas? Okay? And I know, I know we're talking about health. I get that. But what about the paychecks for concessionaires? What about the paychecks... For vendors, what about the paychecks for the ushers and that essential personnel? Are they still getting paid? Because that affects them more than it does, frankly, you and I. We can sit and watch the tournament. The majority of us, I would venture 95-plus percent of us, weren't going to go to any of these games and watch them all on TV anyway. So it really doesn't affect us. But it affects the people like concessionaires. Some of them are, you know, contracted out during tournaments. And this is their livelihood. Think about that for a second and, and how that's affecting them. I remember, and I know they're going to play in front of empty arenas. When I was PA announcer at Bobcat Stadium for Montana State football, it was, gosh, it's been probably a decade now, but during halftime, there was lightning in the area. So they evacuated the stands at Bobcat Stadium. And when you see lightning, you have to wait a half an hour. Well, halftime comes and goes. There's the delay to start the second half. And then they started the second half with no fans. Announcing in a stadium that holds 20,000 plus was weird. There was nobody there. 
there was some fans gathered around the fence line. They finally let him in middle of the third start of the fourth quarter. But imagine those football players, you know, that played in that environment, and now these basketball players are going to do this for the men and the women and wrestling. Wrestling tur- Could you imagine the all-class state wrestling tournament last month in Billings with no fans in the Metro? Could you imagine the state A combined tomorrow starting in Billings? Or the double A in Bozeman, or the B in Butte, or the C in Missoula with no fans? That's a distinct possibility. It could happen. As of right now, all state tournaments, all eight of them, plus the NAI tournaments, are going on as scheduled with fans in the stands. This is going to be a little weird to watch, March Madness. So... All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back, and, you know, there's more cancellations. Rodeo Houston was canceled. That affects more than just the, the fans that were in the stands or going to the stands for Rodeo in Houston. It's a three-week-long event. They made it through a week and a half. It was canceled today, the remainder. Cassidy Shea O'Neill is down there. She was working for Survey Championship Rodeo. She will join us. Miss Big Sky Pro Rodeo will join us when we return here. Jason Walker Show on a Wednesday. We're coming right back. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Everyone knows about Dinners Done Right and the convenience of the cook and carry cuisines. It's so easy to just stop by and you have something for dinner that night. But there's also one more thing you need to know about. Dinners Done Right Grab and Go Salad Bar. Yes, I said salad bar. Always the freshest ingredients along with a daily soup and nacho bar too. So the next time you are in a rush or you just want to eat healthy, stop by Dinners Done Right for the soup, salad, and nacho bar. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com. Spring is fast approaching and summer is just around the corner. So now is the time to get those windows tinted at Auto Concepts as the sun starts to heat up. Tinting is the best way to keep the sun out of your little one's eyes driving down the road. Plus, it just looks cool. Auto Concepts is your exclusive 3M dealer for tinting as well as the best clear bras in town. Auto Concepts clear bras will not fade or yellow over time. And don't forget about suspension lifts and power steps for your rig too. Visit AutoConceptsHelena.com or check them out on Facebook. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. 
Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Happy Wednesday. That's what she said coming up. Also, on this day in history, the walk-off, we're going to talk to Katie Garson Forba and get her thoughts on the Bruin gals who head off to the state AA tournament starting tomorrow as the one seed out of the West. Take it on Skyview. And uh, we'll talk to her. Get her thoughts on that and a bunch more. So uh, today we're talking about uh, COVID-19, coronavirus, and NCAA President Mark Emmert issuing a statement uh, earlier today that's saying basically that uh, March Madness, men and women, will uh, both be played with limited fans, including family and essential personnel. That's it. And... We've seen other things be canceled. Carroll College softball was canceled for this weekend at Northwest University. Uh, the International uh, World Figure Skating Championships uh, scheduled for Montreal next week have been canceled as well. Um, lots of stuff being canceled and, and moving forward. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what else gets canceled. Uh, we'll recap the Frontier Women's Championship and all the awards uh, coming up here in a little bit. Andrew Rowland, who was scheduled to join us at this time, uh, we rescheduled him for tomorrow because of uh, all the news that came out about uh, coronavirus today. And so he will join us tomorrow. Uh, we might be in Bozeman tomorrow for the state AA. It kind of depends on the wife and, and you know, daycare situation and things like that because, you know, the wife has a, a real job while I sit and, and play hobby, play an announcer. So we'll, uh, we'll chat about that. I will tell you, I think, okay, so Providence women, unbelievable run, at Rocky, win, at Carroll, win, last night at LC State, a win to win the conference tournament for the Frontier women. Um, great run by Bill Himmelberg and the squad. And they hadn't won a conference game in four years, and then they – win three on the road, which is tough, at Carroll especially, at Rocky, and at LC. But uh, So they win the conference. I think the seeding will be announced at 5 o'clock tonight um, by the NAI. For both the, the, the women at 5, the men are at 6. And we'll have reaction tomorrow here on the Jason Walker Show. This segment, by the way, brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture. Okay, so... 
Here's how I predict the seeds will come out for the women. Yesterday I told you the men, and I think uh, LC State men will be a two seed. I think Providence a four seed, and, and, and Carroll maybe a four, possibly a five seed for the men. On the women's side, I think Carroll women are a four seed. I think Western is a four seed, maybe a five. I put uh, LC State as a six Providence as a six or a seven, and then Rocky as a seven. So those are my predictions. We'll find out if I'm right tonight at five. All right. So, um, all right. So we've been talking about COVID nineteen or coronavirus and the new all these cancellations. NCAA tournament getting canceled altogether is a real possibility. As it stands right now, they're going to play the games in front of hardly any fans for the next three weeks, starting next weekend. I mean, Thursday and Friday are the best two days of March Madness. How does that affect betting? How does it affect everything? Is the underdog have a better chance of winning here? It'll be crazy to see. So Houston has 14 confirmed cases of COVID-19, the majority coming off a cruise ship. Rodeo Houston was canceled today. They're about a week and a half into the three-week-long event. and was canceled entirely. And it affects more than what you might think. Not just the fans, but it also affects a little bit more than what you think. And it's crazy to think about all the the behind-the-scenes stuff and the stuff that you don't think of when it comes to rodeos. Joining us now from Houston to talk about it is Miss Rodeo, Big Sky Let's try that one again. Three, two, one. Miss Big Sky Pro Rodeo is Cassidy Shea O'Neill. She joins us now on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. All right. I guess the the first question is uh, for you, Miss uh, Miss O'Neill, is how crazy is this? Because this is, and we were just talking about this before we came on the air, but this is a big time event. And you know, take out the fans, take out the competitors, and for a second. There's lots of 4-H kids that are going to lose out on a lot of money now. There are an extremely amount of very disappointed youth. Um, you got 4-H, SSA involved, but the amount of money that, that Rodeo Houston puts into these animals and these kids, it's pretty devastating. I mean, watching the local news this morning, we saw some girls, they were crying their eyes out because they don't get to show their animals. And, I mean, you've got some seniors in high school, but this is going to be their last hoorah mm-hmm. of showing their animals, and it's over. Uh, it, it, it's absolutely nuts. So the decision was made, obviously, last night. They announced it this morning. Let's put in the focus here to the competitors now because I, I saw Lindsay Cruz's post. You know, Jesse, I think, had tied for the lead after one of the first two nights, and you've got three kids down there. You've got the whole family. Mm-hmm. And it's not just the Cruz family, but – there's lots of competitors that are in the same situation now. And how are they are they going to pay out the first two nights? I mean, what go what happens so, moving forward? Yeah, so actually the decision wasn't made until this morning to shut down Rodeo Houston. Um, they had had some confirmed cases of the coronavirus here in the city, um, but those people were connected to that uh, cruise ship. Mm-hmm. And what initially made the mayor shut down um, and put out the emergency uh, was the fact that they they found out this morning 
So there was a confirmed case of the coronavirus of someone that had not been out of the country. So that's what kind of initiated this whole snowball effect. And, um, yeah, like we were saying, there are competitors involved. Um, and luckily, one Super Series has been paid. Uh, Rodeo Houston is um, getting into their second Super Series. And so far, I mean, it's going to be up to the PRCA on whether or not they're going to allow um, that money to count towards. Uh, standings. I don't think it. I think actually in the rule book it says uh, that they won't. That money won't count unless the rodeo like ends. Um, so since this rodeo got canceled, uh, I don't think that money is going to go go too far uh, wow. for those people that have won so far. It's not. And it, I mean, we're two nights into this thing. It's not like you know we're we're a day or two away no, from so from ending the run here. I mean, this is this is very early. There's a lot that was still supposed to happen at Rodeo Houston. Oh, we're actually, we're in the, the second week. So second, Rodeo yeah. Houston is, yeah, Rodeo Houston is three weeks long. Um, and each week is what they call a super series. Right. right. Um, and that's just, yeah, more money, whatnot. <laughs> it's just, it's but gone. So they, yeah, it's gone. Like that money, it's, and, and then you even, you add in all the concert ticket sales. Oh. Yeah. I mean, there's billions of dollars into this that's going to be lost. Well, how do they, are they refunding rodeo tickets? Are they refunding concert tickets? What are they doing down there? They are. So like, you know, like Tickets West and um, Access and all that good stuff, they have to stand by their policies and uh, do refunds. But back to the competitors, you know, that have money into gas, money into their animals, or, you know, like me, a pivot girl, I have plane tickets or money to plane tickets. Mm-hmm. So that money essentially for us, like, yeah, I'm getting paid while I'm down here, but that money is gone for us. So it's insane. Well, yeah. um, and the stock yeah. contractors that, you know, hauled stock from all over the country down to Houston. I mean, this yeah. is, this that they're out of that now too, that they're out money. So actually, so their contract, um, they've gotten paid for their contract. Okay. Uh, but essentially, but it's it's pretty much affecting mostly the competitors. Um, they're they're the ones that are kind of losing out. And um, like what's going on on Facebook right now and in the rodeo world, um, the fact that this is a big money earner for cowboys and cowgirls, so that they didn't have to make all those stops at small county fairs and and rodeos. Yep. So essentially, it's going to be more miles on trucks, more miles on horses. It's, yeah, it's, they're going to have to make a lot more stops now. Yeah, they definitely are because you were in Rodeo Houston. I mean, you, you can set yourself up to take a couple of months off almost, and now you don't have that opportunity. So it's um, it's sad. Uh, so when are you scheduled to come home? Um, so essentially I was here uh, until next Tuesday. Um, so obviously I'm going to have to do some flight changes and everything. But, uh, yeah, we've been asked by Survey Championship Rodeo, who that's essentially my boss while I'm down here. Mm-hmm. Um, they've asked us to stay at least until tomorrow so we can help them break down a few more things. But um, as soon as they made the announcement on the local news that Rodeo Houston uh, was canceled, we got the phone call like, come on, let's get these horses out of here because, you know, there's a virus going around. We want to keep these animals as safe as possible, get them out of any stressful situation. Um, so us, uh, me and the, you know, 12 other pivot girls that are here, 
got our butts to work making sure our black horses were well taken care of and uh, making sure that butt stock uh, was taken care of because, like, all week long, not only have I been a pivot girl, but I've been taking care of all the mamas and the, the babies of the Serbi Championship Rodeo um, that they have here because there's a huge legacy in um, a baby being born at Rodeo Houston every year. So uh, there's a there's a mare that could have literally pop out a foal any day now, um, and she's now going to have to be traveling wow. while she's doing that. So it's, yeah. It's insane. There are so many little elements that are being affected while we're down here. But ultimately, like, what breaks my heart is these livestock kids. Well, I appreciate you taking some time out. I know it's a crazy um, situation down there in Houston. Um, Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for (laughs) reaching out. I'm definitely glad uh, we can kind of get the word out about what's going on down here because it's absolute chaos. (laughs) Oh, I'm, I'm sure it is. Hey, do me a favor. Um, before you come home, wash your hands, please. Oh, you have no idea. Uh, maybe I'll take all the toilet paper that's down here. Oh, and stop. around myself so I can bring it back to my <laughs> Toilet paper is not going to do you any good. Just wash your hands. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm learning that lesson, but there. you can definitely count on that. Cassidy, Shay, O'Neill, uh, appreciate the time. Uh, travel safe and stay safe down there, will you? Awesome. Thank you so much, Jason. You have a great day. It is uh, Cassidy Shea O'Neill joining us. We appreciate her uh, time. Uh, she took some busy a time out of a very busy schedule. Uh, even though Rodeo Houston's canceled, she is still working, as she mentioned. But uh, appreciate her joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline, as do all of our guests joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. You know, it's not just a home or a car. It is a bundle, and Mike Miller uh, understands that your home and car are things that you really work hard for. He understands what they mean to you, and he's here to help you give them the protection they deserve. Talk to State Farm Agent Mike Miller in Helena for your home and auto insurance today. All right, still to come, Katie Garson-Forbutt will join us to give us her thoughts on coronavirus or COVID-19 and also um, getting ready for Capital to play a basketball game tomorrow at the State AA Basketball Tournament in Bozeman as uh, they get ready to open up um, that tournament. So uh, you've got the State C boys that opened up today. And uh, there were some uh, games in progress. I think that they started at three. So I think the uh, yeah the first game is over. Fairview forty-seven, Jordan thirty-one. Uh, that is your first game over there at Dahlberg in Missoula. All right. So we mentioned Carroll College softball being canceled, and University of Providence just announced their games at British Columbia have been postponed this weekend, according to Cascade Collegiate Conference Commissioner uh, Robert Cashel. Um, Argos were scheduled to leave tomorrow, but campus officials and uh, also Providence St. Joseph Health Seattle, UP's parent organization, made the decision to not travel the team as a precautionary measure given the uh, uh, coronavirus outbreak. So their games have been postponed. Carroll College of Softball at Northwest University was postponed uh, as well as uh, campus officials made the decision to not travel the Saints out to the Seattle area um, as well. The NCAA came out, issued a statement today that said the games will be played for March Madness, the men's and women's tournaments. However, they'll be played in front of limited essential personnel and limited family. There is serious talk, though, that 
the Final Four and March Madness will be canceled completely. There is serious discussion about this. This coming from uh, Jeff Goodman. This just came out. The Big Ten tournament will not have fans in attendance starting tomorrow due to coronavirus. So this is happening everywhere. Not yet in Montana. But, and I talked to Brad Seigen, the director of communications at the NAI office in Kansas City, earlier today, and he told me, quote, the NAI is looking at the NCAA statement and will be evaluating what is best moving forward, end quote. But as of right now, the NAIA tournament scheduled for next week, starting Tuesday in Billings and at Kansas City, are going to go on as planned with fans allowed. That could literally change at any moment. But as of right now, it's going to happen. So um, it's just crazy. And my question is, are we overreacting? It's a question, okay? So the state tournaments are going on as planned. Everything else is going on as planned in the state of Montana as of right now. All right, uh, let's take a break. And when we return, Katie Garson-Forba will join us. The Capitol head coach will get her thoughts on the cancellation potential of March Madness. And also... Capitals got a first game, a round game tomorrow in the state double A in Bozeman, which we might be at. We'll let you know. Maybe tonight, maybe tomorrow. If, we, if you turn into the show tomorrow on Facebook and you just see us from Bozeman, you'll know that we're in Bozeman. Uh, you can always rewatch anything on the Jason Walker Show webpage, which is jasonwalkershow.com. Jason Walker Show is presented in part by Manscaped. We've been talking about Manscaped for a while. Wash your hands before you manscape. Makes sense, right? But get the lawnmower 3.0. A 90-minute battery that will give you a longer shave. LED light, which illuminates grooming areas to give you a better shave. And a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology to give you a better shave. Manscaped, we've been talking about it for a while now, and I love it. I want you to have this life-changing product as well. And I mean, it is life-changing. Get that junk trimmed. Get 20% off and free shipping. Use the code WALKER20 at manscaped.com. Get 20% off free shipping. Use the code WALKER20 at manscaped.com. That is W-A-L-K-E-R-2-0. Trim your junk. The balls will thank you. Trust me on this. WALKER20 at checkout, manscaped.com. This last segment was presented by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. We are coming right back with Katie Garson-Forba on this day in history. That's what she said and a whole lot more all still to come in the next 20 minutes. Jason Walker Show. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. 
Spring is fast approaching and summer is just around the corner. So now is the time to get those windows tinted at Auto Concepts as the sun starts to heat up. Tinting is the best way to keep the sun out of your little one's eyes driving down the road. Plus, it just looks cool. Auto Concepts is your exclusive 3M dealer for tinting as well as the best clear bras in town. Auto Concepts clear bras will not fade or yellow over time. And don't forget about suspension lifts and power steps for your rig too. Visit AutoConceptsHelena.com or check them out on Facebook. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Everyone knows about Dinners Done Right and the convenience of the cook and carry cuisines. It's so easy to just stop by and you have something for dinner that night. But there's also one more thing you need to know about. Dinners Done Right grab-and-go salad bar. Yes, I said salad bar. Always the freshest ingredients along with a daily soup and nacho bar too. So the next time you are in a rush or you just want to eat healthy, stop by Dinners Done Right for the soup, salad, and nacho bar. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Oh. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show, Major Mortgage Man K presented by Helena Accommodations. The in-town five-star extended state residences visit Helena accommodations.com. Thanks for joining on this uh, National Johnny Appleseed Day. It is National Promposal Day. I didn't go to prom. Or homecoming. Can you believe that? Four years of high school, I didn't go to prom or homecoming. I asked the same girl every year, and she said no every year. It is a National Worship of Tools Day, and I don't know if that's actual, like, working tools or the tools you run into on the street or that sometimes run the government. Uh, National Registered Dietitian Nutritionist Day. It is National 311 Day, the 311 Day. Is that named for the band? It is also National Funeral uh, Funeral Director and Mortician Recognition Day. So there you go. And National Oatmeal Nut Waffles Day. And speaking of oatmeal nut waffles, go to manscaped.com. 
All right, Jason Walker Show continues here. And we're talking a lot about the, the uh, COVID-19 coronavirus that has forced the cancellation of a lot of stuff, including Rodeo Houston, Carroll Softball, Providence Softball, some high school t- state tournaments in Ohio, and I think Connecticut as well. It has also caused the NCAA to come out and issue a statement saying um, they're going to play March Madness men's and women's tournaments in front of no fans, just essential personnel and limited family only. So, all right. You got state double A basketball tournament, by the way, starting tomorrow. You got the state C started today. The boys over in Missoula, girls start tomorrow. The B boys and girls at Butte start tomorrow. The A boys and girls start in Billings uh, tomorrow as well. And the double A starts tomorrow. And with one of those early games, the Capital Girls. And joining us now to chat about COVID-19 and are we overreacting? And also, the first-round matchup is Capital Girls coach Katie Garson-Forba. She joins us now on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. All right, Coach, I guess first question I have to start with is the news that just came out today that the NCAA is going to play its men's and women's March Madness tournaments with limited fans, like limited family and no fans in attendance. How, how amazing is that? I <laughs> I honestly don't have a great response for that. Um, you know, I was just talking with some coworkers about it and everything pulled up the, the statistics from Johns Hopkins University and was just looking at the data associated with the coronavirus and everything. And I'll be honest, I think that it's a, it's a pretty big reaction to what's actually being shown uh, with what, with, with what the virus is, where it's at in our country and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a, that's a big move to make, but I think that has a significant impact on the atmosphere of those games. And I understand they're doing it for the health of players. I mean, I get both sides of it, but I still, I mean, it just completely changes the feel of March Madness and the NCAA tournament and what a, what an event it is. I mean, they're still going to be televised, but does it, I mean, it's just, I think it impacts everything from betting, yeah. which is a, obviously a huge deal and yep. and all of that to just, you know, does this give underdogs a chance now? Because, you know, I know Duke has lost in the first round a few times and I'm just giving you a part, a, a hard time here, but they travel well. And if, you know, a 15 yeah. seed like gets a, a chance to, to upset a Duke, for instance, as a two seed, Without the Duke faithful there, that's a big thing. <laughs> well, and I think that you know it it has it has an impact on the feel of the game. Mm-hmm. And when you're used to playing in front of a big crowd, um, that changes and feels different. I know. I mean, even just looking at our divi- our first round of the divisional tournament game, I mean, the crowd was you know half asleep and. <laughs> It just changes the whole feel of your team out there. You're having to create your own energy. You're having to, I mean, almost, almost feels like a practice sort of setting. And so to to take that piece of it away, I mean, maybe it does even the playing field a little bit as far as, you know, that energy component that that teams may feed off of and teams that, you know, schools that do have fans that travel well and all of that. Um, yeah, and, and I know from, you know, my husband and I, we went to the Final Four and NCAA championship games uh, two years ago. It's significantly different in person. I mean, it's fun to watch on TV, but, mm-hmm. God, uh, it's just it's live NCAA tournament action is some of the best sporting events we've been to. So I think that that's, you know, they're going to see a significant impact because of that. 
Katie Garson Forbar, our guest here, Jason Walker Show. Um, speaking of morning games, we'll talk about that in a second, but you guys won divisionals, second consecutive uh-huh. year, so congratulations on that. Um, Thank you. I know it doesn't mean much in the big scheme of things. It's great to win a tournament, but I know that the girls and you as a staff, there's something bigger, and that's to get to state, and now you've gotten that aspect. Does it matter being the one, two, the three, or the four seed? Um, you know, I, I don't honestly, want to downplay. I don't want to downplay yeah. winning divisionals. You know what I'm saying? That's just no, absolutely no. I totally, I totally get that, and it's not our end goal. I mean, that was a that was a piece of the season that that was one of the goals, but that's honest. That's not the end goal. Um, and I think that um, you know, this group knows that. I think going into we wanted momentum carrying us into the state tournament. Um, you know, I think that that helps us and it helps give that momentum. Um, it's always fun to go beat Sentinel on their home court as well. Um, but I think more than anything, it's a confidence thing going into the state tournament and uh, that given us a little bit of momentum moving into it. And whether we're a one seed or a four seed, we're going to have to to beat the best to, to come out on top. And so, you know, at some point, Hopefully we'll see Hellgate, um, you know, maybe West, and we're going to have to beat those teams regardless. So seeding, you know, yeah, maybe it changes our earlier round games a little bit, but, I, I you know, we're not letting that be a, uh, something that we're forecasting at all at this point. Speaking of playing in front of limited fans, um, that 10-30 game on Thursday morning, there's not going to be a ton of fans there. You know, the Capital Faithful are going to be there. Um, it's different playing in the morning as opposed to afternoon or evening, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think that. Um, you know, the, the kids have to wake up and their their routine changes a little bit. Um, you know, you don't have as many students there. You don't have as many, um, you know, fans outside of parents and stuff. So I think it definitely does have a have an impact. Katie Garson Forberg, yes, here, Jason Walker show on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. All right, you open up a Skyview. Um, you haven't seen Skyview because you played West and Senior early in season, right? So this will be the first first look at Skyview. What do you know? I mean. This is a, a dangerous team, I think, when you consider um, out of the East, there's not a whole lot known out of the East teams aside from a West or um, maybe a, a Great Falls or, or I guess a CM. No, we, fortunately, we've seen them in some of our summer stuff, and so there's some familiarity, especially with their best players, um, which I think helps. You know, they've got a very good point guard. Um, she, she likes to attack the rim, gets the free throw line in, uh, in Brook Ferry. And so, you know, fortunately, the girls have played against her the last two summers and at least they can it gives them an idea of what type of player she is because she's pretty athletic um you know but we just try and show them as much film as possible have them watch as many games as they can because uh, you know that's how they'll get a feel for it um and you know get them going through stuff in our in our practices scouting report wise so that they know what to expect um my jv coach does a phenomenal job getting our our scout team girls our jv team ready running their offense and their sets so we can defend against it in practice um I think it's a combination of giving them some familiarity with what they'll see and then also being able to adjust on the fly once we see what they what they come out and what they're like. This is a team that was 10 and 12 and probably wasn't expected to get to the state tournament. So this is a dangerous game because the Bruins were expected to be at state and possibly be like you are, the one seed out of the West. So this could be one of those games that obviously you prepared for. You don't want to have be caught off guard. No, and I would, I mean, they came in the three seed to the divisional tournament, so I think that they, I think that they were expected to be one of the top four. I mean, they were three seeds, so they they haven't made it to state in the last nineteen years. I yeah. think that's the bigger shock in the story with with them. Um, 
you know, and, and we've talked about how it's a team we can't sleep on. It's a team that we have to come in prepared for, and that's why we haven't looked towards anything second round. We haven't looked towards anything except for this first game, and it's the same thing we did with the divisional tournament. Um, it's the same thing that we've done with our doubleheader games we've had this year. So it's the same mentality that we've carried through all year, and they understand the importance of, you know, you gotta you got to win to, to advance, and that's, that's where we're at with these last games of the season. So, you know, I think um, I think it was more of a surprise that um, you know they that it's taken them 19 years to get back to the state mm-hmm. tournament. More more than it was a surprise to have them be there. I know when the season progressed, we knew they would be in the mix. We knew that they had some talented kids. Um, so I, that that part didn't necessarily surprise me too much. Um, you know, Bozeman beating them twice at the divisional tournament did kind of surprise me. <laughs> but other than that, you know, they're a good team. They they are well coached. He's gonna have done a good job of getting sets in for them and, and using what he's got to their strength. So, um, you know, we definitely have to come in prepared with the right mindset. All right, but as a coach, I know you're focused on the task at hand, which is Skyview in that first game. I know you've got your assistants working on the possibility of the uh, the second round matchup, or whether it's semifinal, well, in the semifinals, I'll say that. Um, but you know Hellgate, and that would be a potential matchup. What do you know about CMR? Well, we played CMR this year, up uh, early in the season. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got a good, big post player in Allie Olson. Um, you know, she's a shot blocker. She likes to be disruptive. Fortunately, our girls go against that every single day in practice yep. um, with Paige. So, you know, that's an advantage for us, I think. Um, you know, we know what their sets are. They like to, to kind of spread the floor out a little bit, get the ball into the post there. Um, and it's funny because a lot of our girls are pretty good friends with some of the CMR girls, and so there's a lot of familiarity there. I, I don't know how these girls all become friends at these different schools, but they do. Um, so... You know, it's, it's, I think that they have a lot of familiarity with personnel at CMR, um, just based on some of those things. But, you know, they, they've got some good guards that can shoot the ball. They've got some, you know, athletic players who can defend well, and they'll be very well coached. I mean, Brian does a great job with them having them prepared. And, you know, they're another team that was – they won two or three games last year, and now they're the second seed going into the tournament. They could surprise some people. They definitely could, and uh, that, that... – that first round game, you know, at least it's, uh, you know, earlier than yours. You get to look at it a little bit and, and the yeah. floor gets a, a, a little use. Let me ask you this because you've played basketball, um, at mm-hmm. a high level. You go from Sentinel, you go from Capitol, you go from these smaller double A gyms to now the cavernous field house in Bozeman. Mm-hmm. Do you approach that with your shooters at all? Because it's a little different when you have, you don't, you don't have that backdrop that you normally right. are relying on. Yeah, we definitely do. You know, we actually practiced at Carroll last night for that very reason. It's not that big cavernous, you know, main stadium feel like you get at the field house, but it's a different hoops. It's a different backdrop. It's a different environment. And so we just wanted to go somewhere else, just get, get some shots up and just have them be in a different spot and kind of make that adjustment. And we'll see if it helps or not. But, you know, we tell our shooters, shoot or shoot, keep, keep, you know, you're open. You got a great shot. Let her fly. Um, and once that first one goes in, you know, just relax and, and play in your game. Um, but I definitely think it does have an impact. You see players don't tend to shoot as well um, in those gyms. Um, on the flip side, you know, Mara McGinley was one of our better shooters, came into the state tournament last year for us when we needed somebody to hit some shots down in Butte and did a great job. So, you know, I think it's more of a mental thing for kids, but 
making those adjustments early on, once they see that first one drop, I think they relax a little bit. How did you adjust when you played in bigger gyms? Um, I don't know that I was smart enough to know that it was that different. <laughs> I mean, I, I was going to shoot it if I was open. <laughs> well, there you go. That's... I don't know. Because I, you know, no, I mean, there's definitely gyms that you have a different feel for as a shooter. And I think that, um, you know, you, you, I don't think you overthink it. I don't know that I ever overthought it really. I just went in and tried to keep, but hopefully at this point it's muscle memory for all of them. And when it leaves their hands, you know, it feels the same, it looks the same, everything's the same, and, you know, that that correlates to a made basket. <laughs> wow, I feel like you just thought about that more than when you played. Probably, honestly. <laughs> I look back at my play days and I'm like, wow, I wish... I wish I would have invested a little bit more thought into this stuff. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, that's why you're a great coach now, because you do think of this stuff now, and I appreciate you joining us. Hopefully I'll see you in Bozeman, and uh, we can get you on before your semifinal game on Friday um, if I'm down there, bar- barring the yeah. roads. So. Yeah. Well, at least you get to go down and, and, and break out the roads. Have a nice trip early in the morning tomorrow, since you're not Thank going you. down tonight. So um, enjoy that bus ride at 7 o'clock in the morning or whatever time you guys are heading out. Yeah, the girls are going to be uh, super high energy at that time of the day, but that's all right. Well, let me ask you this real quick before I let you go, and I know you're busy, but with that, you don't want them to probably take a nap on the way down, am I right? Because you want them to be... Oh, they nap every road trip. They take a nap, and um, I think that we let them do their pregame routine. I don't want to mess with that. I okay. early in the morning, but um, I'm not... I'm very superstitious, very. The girls give me a hard time about it. Yep. Um, but I also don't want to mess with their pregame routine and what that looks like. So if they take a nap beforehand, even if it's a three, you know, we're on the road and it's three o'clock in the afternoon, um, you know, I know it's early in the morning, but I'm still going to let them do their routine and we'll get them nice and woke up when we get to the gym and we'll have time for them to walk around before when we watch that first game. There you go. All right, coach, good luck uh, taking on Skyview and uh, we'll uh, talk to you this week. Sounds good. Thank you. Capital coach Katie Garson Forba joining us. That's what she said. It is brought to you by Dinner's Done Right and uh, the Grab and Go Salad, the Soup Salad Nacho Bar. So good. It is just amazing. Homemade salad dressing, okay? Fresh ingredients. Stop by Dinner's Done Right on Euclid or on uh, Cedar, rather, 1212 Cedar Street in Helena. Um, we're going to run a little bit long here, if that's okay with you. Um, I hope it is because. We don't have not, we don't have a, a set time, so we're waiting to get the uh, NAIA women's selection seed uh, show started. The men will come up at six. We're not going to stay on the air that long. So I thought of something. This just uh, this just came out. So the Big Twelve Commissioner Bob Bellsby said no fans at their Big Twelve tournament in Kansas City, which starts tomorrow. Teams are going to be allotted 125 tickets for family. The, the stands will be cleared after each game. This is at the Sprint Center in Kansas City starting tomorrow, the Big 12 tournament. No bands, no cheerleaders, no dance teams. The Big 12 tournament is held at the Sprint Center in Kansas City, which is about three or four blocks away from Memorial Coliseum in Kansas City, where they hold the NAIA National Tournament, which starts next week. Or will it? I think the according to the NAI, as of today, and this came from Brad Seigen, the director of communications at the NAI office, 
It's full full go in Billings for the women's tournament in Kansas City next week for the men. Fans are going to be allowed right now. My guess is that, in especially Kansas City, is going to change based off what the Big 12 just announced because the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City, no fans. That is just a couple of days before the NAIA tournament starts four blocks away in Kansas City. I bet... I bet the NAI changes changes for next next week. It's just a guess. I have and we'll keep an eye on it. There's no question about that. We're definitely going to keep following it. It is crazy, and all of this because of the NAI or the NCAA uh, coming out today saying that uh, they are athletics communications and we that uh, they are not allowing fans to go to the March Madness men's or women's tournaments starting next week. It's nuts. It is absolutely nuts. All right, let's quickly get to On This Day in History, which is brought to you by the Motherload Sports Bar, Casino, and Restaurant. Sports betting starting soon. You're going to bet on March Madness. You might have a chance to do it. They're getting the machines soon at the Motherload. All right, getting them soon at the mother load. All right, on this day in history, 1941, Bronco Nagurski uh, became the wrestling champ of the world. Great football player as well. Uh, let's see here. Not a lot of great things happened. Uh, the 1961, a then NHL record, 40 penalties. The Blackhawks and the Maple Leafs had 20 each. 1979, hockey games are 60 minutes long. Randy Hold had 67 penalty minutes in one game. That's a lot. Uh, let's see here. Mike Bossy, first NHLer to score 50 goals in nine straight seasons on this date, 1986. Instant replay was adopted by the NFL on this date in 1986 as well. Uh, Monica Sellis ended Steffi Groff's streak of 186 weeks, ranked at number one in 1991. Uh, and that's about it. So on this day in history, brought to you by the Motherload Sports Bar, Casino, and Restaurant. And we are getting... Uh, waiting to see where our frontier teams are going to head to for Billings next week in the NAI Women's National Tournament, the championships, the 40th. And they're running through, I think, the one seeds right now. But we'll try to, to try to get this. So um, let's get to the walk-off, shall we? Or should we wait? I just like to keep, and we'll just keep going. As long as you're happy, I'm happy. Let's keep rolling here. Uh, Jason Walker show is presented by Helena Accommodations, the in-town five-star extended stay residences. Visit HelenaAccommodations.com. Um, talking about coronavirus and lots of stuff being canceled and including, um, Carol softball, including Providence softball. Carol was scheduled to head to Northwest University outside Seattle and, Providence was scheduled to, to play at British Columbia. Those games for both or all four schools now not going to happen this weekend because of the coronavirus or COVID-19. Uh, we talked to Danny Sprinkle, Montana State men's basketball coach down at Boise, as they get ready for their first round game, or I guess it would be the quarterfinal game tomorrow uh, against Portland State. And... Uh, there's a lot of, you know, 
shocking things going on because of coronavirus. There is not a question about that. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens moving forward. The NCAA, Mark Emmert, president, came out today and said March Madness men and women will be played in front of uh, essential personnel and limited family as fans only. So there you go. And I'm guessing because the Big Ten and the Big 12 not allowing fans starting tomorrow for their respective tournaments, I think you'll see the NAI men's tournament in Kansas City be affected by this as well. Because the Big 12 men's tournament takes place at Sprint Center in Kansas City this weekend, which is about four blocks away from Memorial Coliseum where the uh, uh, NAI men's tournament takes place. So it's going to be interesting. It will absolutely be interesting to see. All right, so the brackets uh, coming out now on the NAIA Women's Basketball National Championship scheduled for Billings next week and scheduled to have fans in attendance next week and waiting to see where our frontier teams end up. You got Westmont, California, number one seed. They are just now revealing brackets. So you're going to have Carroll Western, the defending champs, LC State, Rocky, the host, and Providence, the frontier champ women. All five teams will be at the national tournament. Five of the seven will go for the second straight year to the national women's basketball championships. The frontier is a powerhouse. LC State is a sixth seed. They will take on Talladega out of Alabama. The Tornadoes saw them last year in Billings. Fun team to watch. LC State is sixth seed in the Naismith bracket. Uh, let's see here. So the one seed is Westmont, and the two seed is Shawnee State, Ohio. Saw them. I saw a lot of these teams last year. Looking forward to seeing a lot of these teams again starting next week. We will be in Billings. Scheduled to be. All right, Campbellsville, Kentucky. A one seed in the Kramer bracket. They will play a team from Tennessee, Martin Methodist. All right. So we know LC State is a six seed. I think I got that one right. I think I said that's where we, we would uh, go. Our Lady of the Lake, the Saints out of Texas, will take on the five seed. Announce it. Oh, Clark, Iowa. All right. So we've got two fours and two fives revealed. None Carroll, none Providence, none Western yet. Freed Hardeman, in Tennessee. Man, they had some shooters last year. There will be a three seed in the Kramer bracket, and they'll get six seed. Providence, I nailed that one. Told you the Argo women were going to be a six seed, and they get Freed Hardeman. That's a great matchup. The Masters, a two seed out of California. So you have two six seeds for the NAIA from the frontier, both of which I predicted, LC and Providence. This is a new team. I don't know. Philander Smith out of Arkansas. Wow. Interesting. All right, so we have Rocky, Carroll, and Western still to be announced on the NAI women's bracket. And, yes, we're staying on the air. Why not? It's our show. (laughs) We're having fun. Uh, So we've got two six seeds in the frontier with LC State and Providence. Told you they were both going to be six seeds, I believe. So I was right. 
Um, we'll wait and see where the men end up. While we uh, we'll do that, we won't be on the air for that. So LC State and Providence six seeds move over to the Dewar bracket. Oklahoma City, which knocked out the Carroll women last year, is a one seed, and they get Evangel out of Missouri. Oklahoma City will win that one. Great upsets, though, happen at the NAI Women's Tournament. Love it. And on the men's side, too. All right. Four seed, Lindsey Wilson, Kentucky. A five seed. Is it Rocky? Is it Western? Is it Carroll? It's Montana Western. The defending champs are a five seed. They get Lindsey Wilson, Kentucky in the opening round of the NAI Tournament. And now Lion, Arkansas, three seed in the Dewar bracket. We'll play six seed out of Mississippi, Rust, Mississippi. All right, so where does Carroll end up? I said Carroll would probably be a four or five seed, so we'll have the last bracket. Two seed, Central Methodist out of Missouri. And they will take on seven seed Rocky Mountain College, the host team. It draws a seven seed in Central Methodist. So Rocky and Western, both in the doer bracket. I said Rocky would be a seven seed, nailed it. I said Western would be a four or five, nailed it. All right, so that leaves Carroll College is the only team left, and there'll be a four or five in the Liston bracket is my guess. Wayland Baptist, Texas, the number one seed in the Liston bracket. We'll see how it all shakes out and ends up here. They've uh, played Culver, Stockton on Missouri. All right, four seed, Columbia, Missouri. And they get five seed, Carroll College. There you go. Carroll College women, a five seed in the Liston bracket. And they will play Columbia, Missouri next week in Billings. So Carroll, or uh, the Frontier Conference with a seven seed in Rocky, two five seeds in Carroll and Western, and two six seeds in Providence and LC State. So if Carroll gets past Columbia, Missouri, and Columbia, if I serve memory right, Columbia, Missouri beat Carroll in the opening round in Independence, Missouri in 2014 or 15. I'll have to go back and look. But uh, there you go. So Carroll and and Western, both five seeds, LC and Providence, both six seeds, and the seven-seed Rocky. Five teams from the frontier make the NAI National Tournament for the second consecutive season. Very cool. Um, Carroll will be the highest-ranked frontier conference team, followed by Western. You have Providence and LC, and then Rocky, according to uh, the, the conference ratings. So five of the seven frontier conference teams make the NAI National Tournament. There you go. So congratulations to all the Frontier teams. The men's bracket will be revealed later tonight. In about a half an hour, 45 minutes or so, we will not be on the air for that, but we'll keep you updated on on Facebook and Twitter. All right? So there you go. Jason Walker Show, we had a great time tonight. And uh, be safe. Here's the big thing. Wash your hands. Seriously, just wash your hands. It's really all it takes. Okay? Um, congratulations, by the way, to um, Markela Francis. 
who was named the Frontier Women's Basketball Player of the Year. Uh, we'll run through those real quick here on the walk-off, which uh, we should probably do this. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. All right, Lindsey Woolley named the coach of the year for the second year in a row at a Western. Not upset with that pick at all. His team was picked to finish seventh. They finished second. Uh, uh, we mentioned Markayla Francis, the player of the year, told you yesterday that was going to happen. Tavia Rooney, the freshman of the year, told you back in December that was going to happen. Um, Bailey Cartwright of Providence, the newcomer of the year. Tiara Gillum of Northern, the sixth player of the year. And uh, Western senior Paige Holmes, defensive player of the year. First team all-conference, Christine Denny, Danny Wagner, both of Carroll, both juniors. You'll see him on the first team again next year. Kiara Burlage of uh, Columbia Falls, now at LC State, first teamer. Parker Esri and Emily Maldonado of Providence as well. Um, so there you go. Told you uh, there, and congratulations. All right. Man, busy show, busy day. We ran a, a little bit long, but that's okay. Like I said, it's our show. We can do it, right? You and I together. Wash your hands. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow from Bozeman. Jason Walker Show. Have a great Wednesday. Take care. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.